You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do the people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Welcome to Prognosis. I'm Laura Carlson. It's day 135 since coronavirus was declared a global pandemic. Today's main story? A few places in the U.S. are still relatively unscathed by the virus. But they haven't been able to escape the economic devastation. Nowhere is that clearer than in the lobster towns of rural Maine. But first, here's what happened in Virus News today. Houston joined Dallas and other Texas school systems in delaying the start of the school year because of the surge of coronavirus cases in the state. President Donald Trump canceled the planned Republican convention events in Jacksonville, Florida, another state where cases are raging. The World Health Organization's chief scientist, Dr. Somya Swaminathan, said the world needs to gear up against the virus for the next year and a half because it will take time to develop a vaccine. She urged countries to develop public health measures to combat the virus until a vaccine is developed. While 24 candidates are in clinical trials, the success rate of an experimental vaccine is normally just 10%, which is why it's better to have many in development. She also said it's possible that no vaccine will work, and the world should consider that scenario. And finally, Austria tightened up mask requirements because of a new surge of rhinovirus cases. The rhinovirus, a cause for the common cold, is unrelated to the coronavirus, but it spreads signals that people are not following social distancing and hygiene rules closely. Rhinovirus cases had been curbed during the country's lockdown. Success is more than a destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. It's dedication, it's fortitude, and it's the work, passion, and grit inside of us that comes before all recognition. That's what Stiefel has been doing for over 130 years, and it's why Stiefel is one of the fastest-growing wealth management firms in the country. And Stiefel goes beyond traditional wealth management to offer you a full suite of banking services, direct access to one of the industry's largest equity research franchises, and a leading middle market investment bank. Quietly, yet strategically, Stiefel has built a company and culture unlike any firm on Wall Street. 
Because success is the drive it takes to keep pushing. It's the passion to keep investing. It's the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. Find a financial advisor at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSE. And now for today's main story. The rural town of Stonington, Maine, has barely been touched by the novel coronavirus, with cases numbering in the tens. But its economic health is another matter. The fallout from COVID-19 is devastating the town's lobster workers and the lobster business statewide. Lobster is a huge business in Maine, and what's happening in tiny Stonington is, in a way, a smaller version of the whole U.S. economy. Esme Dupree has more. See how this vents on this side? Yeah. It's because when this trap this trap's sitting on the rail and a lobster wants to walk out, we it'll land it. on my floor instead of overboard. <laughs> if I'm a lobster, I'm entering through here. Yep. yep. And then the bait's Get sitting the right bait here. There, yep. And then at some point they'll go back there. I crawl back so, there. Why yep. am I crawling back there? Just because just to look at something new? This is what catches them. This is called the kitchen. Kitchen. And yeah. this, is this is the, the parlor. Okay. And this is the uh, living room. Okay. That's what they call. And they just like they just want to mm -hmm. go explore and move a little bit, so they go back. Yeah, they end. they keep going in, and then it's harder for them to get out of that section than it is this. And will all these traps be in the water eventually? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's me standing outside Blaine and Ginny Olson's house in Stonington, Maine, as they explain how a lobster trap works. I probably couldn't have found more appropriate instructors. Blaine and Ginny have been married for 25 years and work side by side on their boat. Virginia Don. Blaine has been lobster fishing the cold Atlantic waters here since he was 14 years old. He's now 53 and has a tidy white mustache and a bigger belly than he did pre-quarantine. Ginny is 46 and a fourth-generation lobster fisher. Their 24-year-old son, Devin, used to lobster too. But he's been smart this year and he took a job out on the quarry, which I hope he stays with because okay. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Blame that uncertainty on the novel coronavirus. But it's not that the virus itself has hit hard here in this corner of rural Downeast Maine. In fact, it's barely touched the public health. Hancock County had reported just 21 cases and one death as of earlier this week. Instead, it's the area's economic health that's hurting. The fallout from COVID-19 threatens a historically bad year for the Olsons and the rest of the state's lobster industry. And in Maine... Lobsters are a big deal. So it has a ripple effect throughout the whole community when yeah. lobsters had a bad year. The biggest problem is lack of demand. Most consumers eat the crustaceans at restaurants and aboard cruise ships, and those, of course, have been shuttered for months and slow to reopen when they do. Infection prevention protocols have cut capacity at processing plants, where workers pick out meat destined for lobster rolls and lobster stew and the drop in air traffic has snarled the logistics of shipping live creatures. The result is that lobster fishers like the Olsons are getting paid a pittance for their catch. The dock price was $2.50 a pound last week for soft-shell lobsters here. That's about half what it was a year ago and makes it virtually impossible to earn a profit by catching lobster. Hopes for a recovery anytime soon are dim. In the summertime, on average, it costs us 
$400 a day to go. $2 a pound to get a catch. Two crates of lobsters just to pay our bills. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we start making money. Last summer was terrible. Right. You know, we had four, we averaged 450, 500 pounds. But our price was $4 and up. That last helped year. last year. It helped us a right. lot, price being up. But this year it's going to be a different story. Right. You don't have the tourism market. You don't have the exports because of the tariffs and COVID. And you don't have the processors because of COVID. And that all mixes together and equals what? A low price. Okay. A devastatingly low price. Lobstering is America's most lucrative marine fishery. And Stonington, Maine is the capital. Some 80% of American lobster comes from Maine. And more so than anywhere else, Maine lobster comes from the waters around Stonington. Lobstermen in this county hauled almost a third of the 101 million pounds landed statewide last year, worth $485 million. The industry has been trying to mitigate the economic damage of low prices and low demand. One technique is simply don't fish or fish a lot less to prevent abundant supply from causing further price declines. Take a drive around Stonington and the nearby town of Deer Isle and you see a lot of lobster traps stacked dry in people's yards. In a typical year, those traps would be sitting on the bottom of the ocean floor by now. You know, usually when we go to set, there's a bunch of traps already in an area where we set. And right now it's still pretty open. Yeah, it's just like today. When I went out to the cow, I was expecting to see a ton of traps up there, and there wasn't hardly any. Right. Those big boats, they can't make it okay. on $2 a pound. Can't okay. There's no way. They got three men plus a captain. When the lobster industry suffers, the pain ripples throughout the local economy. The Olsons won't hire carpenters to remodel their kitchen or invest in new lobster traps this year. They didn't even refresh their buoys with day-glow paint. They opted to buy regular paint instead because it was cheaper. So it means that you don't go out to eat. Mm -hmm. It means that you don't buy a bunch of new clothes this year. Like we wanted to get more new traps this year. That won't happen. So anything that is not a necessity will not happen this year. This year will be a bare bones year. Bare bones year. Municipal services here run on lobster revenue. If our lobster industry goes away, ceases to exist, this town then will this town will really... There won't be no school. There won't yeah. be no town office. There won't be no road crew. What's happening in the lobster industry is a microcosm of what's happening in the global economy in the age of COVID-19. At least the meat still tastes good. Okay, so I can eat three or four of them. So. Okay, so you'll eat all of them. You'll eat these all See, tonight. I yeah, eat and if we the have claws any... and he eats the tail. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, he, um, if we have any left over, I'll make the lobster stew. This will be alive tomorrow, and I'll just have them warmed up. Nice. Yeah, but they won't go to waste. Yeah. Eat them right up. That was Esme Dupree. And that's it for our show today. For coverage of the outbreak from 120 bureaus around the world, visit Bloomberg.com coronavirus. And if you like the show, 
please leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It's the best way to help more listeners find our global reporting. The Prognosis Daily Edition is produced by Topher Forges, Jordan Gaspure, Magnus Henriksen, and me, Laura Carlson. Today's main story was reported by Esme Dupree. Original music by Leo Sidrin. Our editors are Rick Schein and Francesca Levy. Francesca Levy is Bloomberg's head of podcasts. Thanks for listening. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. Success is more than a destination. It's dedication, it's fortitude, and it's the work, passion, and grit inside of us that comes before all recognition. That's what Stiefel has been doing for over 130 years, and it's why Stiefel is one of the fastest-growing wealth management firms in the country. And Stiefel goes beyond traditional wealth management to offer you a full suite of banking services, direct access to one of the industry's largest research franchises, and a leading middle market investment bank. It's the best of each of us, made better by the best in all. All of us. And that is where success meets success. Find a Stiefel Financial Advisor at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel, Nicholas & Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE.